Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Welcome to this week's episode where we make our own Felix Felicis luck potion. Is it wrong of me to assume that you're probably a big Harry Potter fan like I am? You may not be. So if you don't know what Felix Felicis luck potion is, it's what they made in their potions class in the Half-Blood Prince part of the series. It was also referred to as liquid luck. So Harry had won a vial of the Felix Felicis from Professor Slughorn, and he saved it till the end where he had a difficult mission to do where he needed to get information out of the professor. So he took, he took the vial, and everybody was looking around to see what it was like for him. And his eyes lit up after he took it, and you could tell that his mood lifted, and I'm going to go as far as to say that his frequency lifted as well. So he already knew the objective was to get this information. He took the luck potion so that he would be supported in getting results. Hermione was there, of course, where she was acting more like the left or logic brained because she is very strong in her left brain, which definitely serves a purpose, but it's not the intuition. So the luck potion is really his intuition. I love the theory of luck. I love lucky brand jeans. I love clovers. I love the whole idea of luck, but really what it boils down to is knowing that the truth is that our intuition is really what creates what we call luck because we're connected to the truth of all things when we're in that state. So the first thing he says when the potion hits his body, his bloodstream or or whatever, is that he's going to Hagrid's because that's the feeling, that's the prompt that he got from the inside and it really was not in alignment with Hermione's idea of what's logic, a logical way of going about it and uh, the plan that she had because she was familiar with Slughorn's nightly routine. She says he does this, he does this, he does this, and so you need to go and find him in that way. And his intuition said, no, go to Hagrid's. And for many of you, you probably know on the way to Hagrid's, he ended up in the greenhouse and he ran into Slughorn and then they went to Hagrid's together and then, you know, Slughorn had a little bit to drink and then one thing led to another and Harry got him to give out this information that was just pertinent to what they were doing, to taking Voldemort down. They needed this information from him, and he is, a, you know, a seemingly nice person, but he's just so, so entrenched in ego. He's such an egomaniac, this guy. <laughs> you know, you know, it's a fact. It's not a judgment. It's a fact. He's just, he's really, really egoic. And for him to give away this information that would ruin his reputation, he really almost wasn't willing to do it. But at the right time, in the right place, with the right words, he did give Harry the information. And without it, they they wouldn't have been able to win this war against Voldemort. So, so many people are talking about, how can I become more intuitive? And really, it's about following 
the the bliss inside, it really is about following your bliss. Somebody once said that. I think it was Henry Ford. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, he was a, a very successful genius when he was in the world. And to be a very successful genius, you have to use your intuition. Logic will not get you there. Even Steve Jobs said the same thing. He followed his intuitive promptings to his success. Of course, logical information is important. And you can't really do it without that either. But it's it's almost like knowing what what place logic has in your outcome. And way too often we give it too much credit. So not to keep rehashing, but logic is the results that you or someone else got by doing something in the past and the belief that if it happened in the past, it's going to repeat itself. So we need to follow that. And it doesn't always happen the same way. And it doesn't always happen the same way because it's not meant to. There's different reasons for things happening. There's so many different components that if you pigeonhole it into one possibility and you limit all other possibilities by believing in this narrow scope of things, you're going to be misled. So here are the ingredients for your Felix Felicis for yourself. The first thing is your intention for what you want to achieve. You got to get real clear on that. And it really could be something as simple as enjoying life more. You probably should get clear on on what that would look like. (laughs) But I, I don't know that you have to. The second part of the potion is the ability to raise your frequency or allow your frequency to to raise itself. Now, we all want a higher frequency and we're all trying to do that, but it's not always available because there's so much healing going on right now. So for most of you who are in a healing crisis, it's almost impossible to raise your frequency and feel good. I mean, just as a side note, my intuition guides me even if I'm having a crappy day. Your intuition guides you even if you're having a crappy day, but it does usually help to be up because you're not is inundated with fear. So you're either in a fearful place or you're in your intuition. You really can't do both at the same time. The third ingredient for your Felix Felicis is the willingness and ability to trust your guidance. So a lot of people aren't willing to trust and have faith uh, just because, you, you know, you've been hurt, traumatized, you feel like that hasn't gone well for you in the past, or your fear thinking is just so strong that you just can't get away from it. You have to be willing to do things differently outside of the box and to trust that the nudging or the inspiration or the pull that you're getting from your insides is getting you where you need to go. The other point I want to make to this is that we're not always meant to get to our destinations directly. Sometimes we have to take the long scenic route to get where we're going. And the reason for that is a good reason. It's preparation. So you're going to make a few mistakes, meet some people who are challenges for you, who are teachers for you, who are people who appear to be a certain way. And then the experience is just quite challenging. That's still getting you where you're going and it's still necessary. So a lot of people would see that type of a thing and judge that, well, I can't trust my intuition because my intuition brought me towards that relationship. But we're forgetting that we're here in the world to evolve as souls and we need those relationships to get there. Think about how strong you are now and how wise you are now, now that you've been through those relationships or if children or friends came out of that relationship, there's always good and it's always purposeful. Life isn't about always getting what 
what you want. And I'm sure you're quite aware of that at this point. But you got to trust that you're always getting there. And there's a certain okayness. And there's always the strength to be found to pick yourself up and keep going, even in the darkest of moments. So obviously, the next ingredient to your Felix Felicis is actually following these inspirations, whether it's to call somebody to go to a certain place, to not do those things, to stay put, to take a nap, whatever you're feeling a strong pull to do, you have to trust that it's right. Oftentimes, we're really clear on what we're being inspired to do, but then our our ego mind comes in and says, no, but if you do that, this will happen. And then we allow the fear to cancel out the inspiration, and then we don't end up following it. So you have to have the strength to trust that whatever it is, no matter how much you're judging it or whatever fears come up, it's what your heart's telling you to do. It's what your heart's telling you to do, and it's right. Because if you look back on the Half-Blood Prince, it really would have taken a miracle for him to divulge that information for several different reasons. Not only hurting his precious reputation, but Harry had really messed up in his previous efforts to try and get get the information from him. So he really had a wall up against Harry and wasn't willing to let him in. So Harry had to rebuild that trust, rebuild the bond, say the exact right things. And you know, in, in Harry's, you know, a teenager where saying the right exact things and touching someone's heart isn't always, you know, a natural ability. Not at that point, with just a lack of emotional uh, maturity for somebody his age. It is my firm belief that the good news here is that we're all coming to a place where we're, we're going to be in that state of enjoying our luck potions every day of our lives. So that's what this next spiritual phase, this new fifth dimensional phase is more about, is living in the flow of inspiration, bliss, and trusting that you're being guided to get where you need to go in your life. Now at this point, you're probably wondering, what am I going to do with all this logical information I have that's supposed to lead me to the right results? Well, the great part about that is that your inspiration and your drive will include those things if those things are truly a part of getting you where you need to go. So we're not throwing logic out the window. We're just taking the parts we need and it will be part of the same flow of inspiration as everything else. So you don't have to worry about that. So just to recap, and some of the stuff that I talk about in my podcast, I'm going to say more than once uh, because we need to be reminded and, and that's really the bottom line on that. So to be intuitive, you got to learn to come back into your heart and allow yourself to live in the moment, to breathe more deeply than you're probably breathing. Take your shallow breath deep into your stomach. Notice that if all of your energies in your head and just wrapped up in your neurological thinking, that that's not your intuition and that the intuition is just going to come up on its own. So you need to allow it to come up on its own by staying centered. You don't have to be grounded. I find that that's helpful. But centeredness, deep breaths, the willingness to allow this information in by being receptive. So your energy is in the state of receiving rather than sending. So I'm not talking out. I'm not thinking out. I'm not looking out. My energy isn't going out. I'm in a place of receptivity where things are allowed to come in. And then there's a little bit of a balance with that. The nature of life is to constantly throw at us challenges that we don't have the answer to. It's just the way it goes. And so running into that on a pretty much daily basis, I have gotten to the point where I just put it up 
right through the crown of my head up into the highest levels and I say, hey, I don't know what to do with this. Can you just take care of this for me? And every time it works. So what that looks like is that at that point I let it go. I don't do monkey mind chatter, worry about it. I go on with my day. And then that inspiration or that luck charm energy finds me and I get prompted to call certain people to look certain things up online or sometimes even to wait and not take action right away. I don't know if it's religious or spiritual, but you'll hear a lot of things say, give it to God, give it up to God. And and that's what that's what it is. So there's there's some spiritual truth or law that God will take care of the things that you really don't know what to deal with. So let go and let God is part of your Felix Felicis. And last night when I was watching the Half-Blood Prince for, you know, the thousandth time, I really could feel the way he would feel or he was feeling. And I just love being in the flow of intuition, which could take on the appearance of luck, but it's not. And I love living like that. I think the more we get used to living like that, the more we trust that it's okay to let go of some of this control we we insist on having all the time, that life is really much happier, much better, much easier, and much more exciting. So let's do some intentions setting together that from this moment forward that you're clear on what you want and when you have your intention you go inside you go up through the crown of your head you know that your guides your spirit guides can hear you when you put it up through there you send a telepathic message up through that channel and say I really need help with this this is my intention this is the outcome I would like you can always suggest an outcome you'd like just hold on loosely to that because it's going to happen the way it needs to happen still for good reasons but I find that if there's wiggle room there and they can make it the way I'd like it, uh, they do. And and I really always appreciate that. You're going to give the things that you don't have control over to God. You're going to follow your promptings. You're going to do your due diligence. If you need to do research, I'm not saying to stick your head in the sand, but there's only so much you can do before you realize it. it's not in your hands. If it is, it is. But if it's not, you got to be honest about that. You do not need to be a gifted spiritualist to have your intuition speak to you. It always has. It always will. It is today. You just have to say yes to that experience. You don't need talent. You just need to learn to get out of your head. And you have to be willing to get out of your head. So you're going to get clear on your intentions. You're going to let go of the things you don't have control over. You're going to ask your spirit and your spirit guides for help. You're going to follow the promptings that come without second guessing them. And that might take a little practice in the beginning because it's kind of a weird thing to do until you get used to it and you learn that you can trust it and that's fair. But give it a chance. And by flexing these set of muscles more regularly, you're going to develop a whole new way of life where you have all the Felix Felicis you want and you need because that really is God's will for us here to live in a more blissful, peaceful uh, state of awareness and enjoy life uh, a lot more than we are now. So I thank you for joining me this week. This was just a spur of the moment kind of topic that came up while I was running my errands and I thought it would be really fun. So I hope you had fun with it. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please hit subscribe. If you really enjoyed the show, please take a moment and write a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you'd like a personalized session with me, just visit freetobeauthentic.com There is a new client offer that will save you 25% on your first session. 
If there's something that you're struggling with and you would like to be a guest on the show, please send me an email with your name, contact information, and just a little bit about what you're struggling with. You could be one of my next guests. Thanks so much again, and I'll see you next time.